Well, 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 it is that time. It is I, the Voice Callaway, the voice behind the message. Well, you know everybody's not going to get the message because the message isn't for everybody. But for those who are listening and tuning in and can receive the message and is going through something, what we're going to talk about today is um, how women stay in a toxic relationship. Um, and I have a young man on the phone where we can, we always talk about different things. And I would like to get a man's point of view of why would a woman stay with a person that's toxic? And, um, and he was talking to me about it. And I thought I'd put it out there on the air. Because there's some women out there that really need to hear this. Um, caller, are you there? Okay, what do you think about a woman that is going through a toxic relationship, a violent relationship, um, and she remains in the relationship? As a man's point of view, could you just tell us, what do you think that would make a woman stay in a relationship knowing that a person is not good for her? I would say that she's comfortable. She's comfortable um, in that situation. As much as she tries to fight against it or fight for it, uh, she's just comfortable. She can leave for a while and then she'll come back because um, a lot of men will tell a woman everything that she needs to hear for her to come back. So she'll feel like that no other man is going to treat her right or you know, she can't do better than what she has already. So it's more of a comfortable situation hmm. until she actually realizes that she can do better, that she can have better. But while she's in that situation, she won't ever be able to see. It's kind of like a, a deer in headlights. Hmm. You, you, you see the light coming towards you. Mm -hmm. Or you, you can't see the light coming towards you until you finally get hit. Hmm. And that's the same thing in it's a domestic violence situation. You you can't see it coming. You can't see it coming, but you're always going to be there. You're always going to be at that spot in darkness. And then when the light finally hits you, it's either, and I'm, I'm sorry to say it this way, most of them, they, a lot of women end up dead. A lot of women end up dead because they're so comfortable with a man think of some of the signs that make a man violent and abusive you know um being that you are a man have you ever been abusive to a woman yes i have verbally mentally uh physically not as far as beating a woman but tear, you know tearing a woman down and the reason i say this is because uh, I'm just going to talk about me right now. Uh, most men, 
in my perspective, when they do that, it's because they they don't know themselves. You know, everything else is just a blur to them. And a lot of us do it because it's what we hear in the music, it's what we see in the media, it's what we saw growing up. So we think that it's, it's normal for th- these things to happen, you know? We'll say that we'll never do it, but we've grown prone to seeing it because we saw it coming up. You know, most uh, men like myself, I mean, I never saw a man put his hands on my mother, but I always saw a man treat my mother wrongly. But I saw domestic violence around my family. I saw domestic violence and domestic violence in my uncles, in my aunts, uh, in my cousins, and, you know, alcohol and marijuana played a huge factor into that. And when those things combine and you're angry or frustrated, whatever it is, or a woman, she can be telling you something, oh, I don't, love this, I don't like you doing this and blah, 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 this, and you feel an attack. And then you turn around and you attack her. So it's more that a man, um, he doesn't, he's still a young man. He's still battling with that young boy inside of him that saw this growing up. So, so, you know, that's just my opinion. I, I can't say that's a fact, but I can't say that's my opinion. Well, you know, I, I totally agree with you on a lot of it because coming from um, an abusive relationship, um, I can relate, and it's it's scary. And when you say that a woman gets comfortable, it just it made me think. Um, and it and maybe that is it. You know, it's like you're scared, but you're you're comfortable with that because you 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 start to um think it's love, and it's really not. Because you done tore yourself down so low to the point where it's like you start believing those things, that negative, um, verbal, aggressive uh, words that he say. Because it's like, if he see me this way, every man is going to see me this way. And you know, and I think that's why men hit women in the face and black their eyes and, you know, and it's crazy because and then turn around and look at them and want to make love to them and, and say that they're sorry, but those bruises never go away. You know, when you hit somebody and give them a black eye, only thing they can do afterward is cover it up with makeup. That is permanent. And for a woman to experience that, and when you said they become comfortable, it's it just sticks in my head like, you're right. It's like, okay, this is a routine, you know, and he'll be back. You know, he'll be back. He's gonna, You know the phone's going to ring. You know he's going to be on the phone all day trying to get you back, and you're playing hard to get, but in the back of your mind, you're comfortable with that. And it's like you let him back in. Then a few days or maybe a week, maybe the next day, maybe a couple of hours later, it happens again. And like you said, it, that was that was really powerful. 
You get comfortable. I want to add to that. Go ahead. Also, with the with the young ladies, um, it may be something that they saw growing up too. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. that they saw their mother and father yeah. uh, fighting, or and they think it's okay. Fight, so they think that it's normal, mm-hmm. and it's not normal. It's, it's not, not normal for a man to put his hands on a woman. It's not normal for a woman to put, put her mouth on a man. That's right. You know, it, it's not normal for that. We're actually supposed to be loving one another. A man's hand is supposed to cover the woman. It's supposed to secure her, make her feel wanted, or not feel wanted, but show her that she's wanted and that, you know, a man's hand is supposed to caress a woman and protect her. And a woman's word is supposed to lift a man up and, and, and tell him who he is because we've been battling against one another. It's been battle of the sexes for so long. You know, we've just been too comfortable making bad decisions, bad choices in life. And the reason a man stays and a woman keep, uh, a man keeps going back to that woman and a woman keeps going back to that man is because their family is like, oh, hey, listen, uh, we didn't try to help y'all for so long, but now we just tired. So now they're like, we ain't got nothing else. We just got each other. How can we fix this? Hmm. But God is telling us we made this choice to stay with somebody. It's just like marriage. You are in a marriage. Marriage does not, is not just... A, uh, and I'm sorry I'm going in on this. I do apologize. But Go ahead. I, I feel like Go. I got to say this. Go ahead. Um, marriage is not just a piece of paper. The marriage that the way the world sees it is a piece of paper, a covenant. But the way that God sees it is when you first come to a woman, a man and a woman come together in, in sexualness, which is supposed to be when you're a virgin. But we made the choice to do that, so now we are married to this person. Common law, if you want to call it that. Common law. And that's why we're staying. And God's like, I'm giving you a choice. You can either stay or you can go. But it's your decision if you stay. Nobody is going to make you stay. Nobody can make you go. It's your decision. But sometimes it's sad because some people don't even make it out, you know? Yeah, some people don't even make it out because they're so comfortable with this choice that they made. And all you got to do is choose to move on and not talk to this person no more, not call them back or accept their call and tell them where you're at. Because once you tell them where you're at, they come to you and, and like, there was a situation that happened in Oklahoma City. A woman, uh, her husband just killed her. She was a, and I knew this woman. Her mm-hmm. husband killed her. She had six kids. Oh domestic violence situation. What? I used to play with those kids. Uh, it was in the same apartment that I just left from about a month and a half ago. They lived around the corner from where I was at. And I used to, I talked to both of them before. And she was, she just lost her life to domestic violence. Six kids without a mother and six kids without a father now. Oh my this God. stuff has got to stop, voice. This stuff has got to stop. It has, yes. Us as men, we need to step up and put the alcohol down, put the, the, the weed down, all the drugs down, and lead our kids in the right direction and lead our women the way that we're supposed to and not dominate them but show them better than we can tell them. Or treat them that's right. Like a lady. That's right. Like you can't queen. dictate. Like that's right. You can't dictate. You know, and you find a lot of men that like to dictate. You can't. 
You know, it's okay to sit down and communicate and express. A lot of people don't get a chance to really know each other. They could be together for many years and find out something new about each other every day that they didn't know. You know, and and it comes from a lack of communication and um like you said, getting comfortable. I don't think a person should ever get comfortable in a relationship because there's always um, a gap there. It's a gap to where um, the communication is gone. You could just sit down, read a newspaper. Honey, what's for dinner? Oh, you know what's for dinner. You know what time dinner is every day. You know, and it, it becomes a routine. But when you when you love somebody and you do get comfortable with them, you know, you trust them, you, you honor them, you're loyal to that person because um, you guys know each other's routine, you know, but sometimes it takes people to step outside of the box, look into the truth of what real love is and get to know each other. You know, if it's always about sex, and and then when a person get tired, and it it causes friction, and it's just crazy. And I'm like you, knowledge. I don't understand how a man could put his hands on a woman. I see it easily because um, I've done it myself. I've gotten so angry to where a person just made me so mad. You know, I went up against a man like you know. Let's get them up, you know, you, you know, but I could have easily got hurt, you know, it could have got really bad, you know, and I have to learn, it's a lot of things that I have to learn about myself, it's my mouth, it's because, hey, that's why they call me the voice, y'all know, <laughs> but, um, I do, you know, I can hurt a person, um, with words. And you know, and I, and I know that I can damage a person with words. And that's what I, I have to work on. Sometimes it just, I just shut down, you know, because sometimes some things it's just better left unsaid, you know. Let me say it like this. A woman can lift a man up or she can bring him down. Now, the way you know, it worked both ways, woman. though. It worked both ways. It worked both ways, yeah. It works both ways. Well, a woman can lift a man up, but she can turn down with her words. Like you said, a woman can break a man down, but a man can break a woman down just the same. Mm -hmm. But this is how I say it should be. The women, they bring the babies into this world. They nurse them. They get them all the way here. You know, this how you live. This how the world looks at. And the man usually leaves. But if we just look in our minds and think in our minds, like, how can we change this dynamic? Okay. Would you do this to your mother? Would you want this to happen to your mother? Amen. Would you want somebody to treat your mama like this? Would you want to treat your father like this? Would you want somebody to talk down on your father like this? Don't be the pot calling the kettle black. Don't follow into what everybody else is doing just because somebody else is comfortable doing it this way. Be spontaneous. Make every day like it's your last. You know, every single day you wake up, it should be something new that you can do for your wife or for your husband, for your girlfriend, for your boyfriend, for your children. You know, it should be something new. It shouldn't be so routinely. Because like you said, with routine, you just get comfortable.
comfortable with it, then you you're like, oh, okay, the same thing is for dinner, or you know what time dinner is. You know, be spontaneous. It don't always be, have to be about money and sex. You know, because I just look at those as condiments to the relationship. Those are just condiments because they're, they're going to be there. Sex is, is going to be there. It was created for that reason. Money was created for that reason, too, but not for the way that the world sees it. So I say, just look at yourself. Look inside yourself. Look deep inside yourself, men and women, and ask yourself, would I want my mother to feel this way? Would I want my father to feel this way? Or your daughter. Or your daughters or your, your sons. Would you want your sons and your daughters to go to this also? No. You wouldn't. So lead by example. Teach them the right way. As, like it says in the, in the Bible, obey my commandments and teach them and lead them in the path that they should go and they shall follow it. Mm. Now, it's up to them. It's a choice for them to follow that. But you teach them right now, they'll already know. Don't wait till later. I don't mean to sound like I'm preaching. No, you're okay because somebody needs to hear this, including myself. You know, when I I do my segments, it's not to criticize or judge or to hurt anybody because I learn from my own podcasts the things that I say. I have to check myself on some things. It's like, okay, you know, I'll be talking to myself as well. as talking to anybody else, you know what I mean? Yes, so, um, and that's what I do, you know, that's what it's all about, you know, learning from each other. And that's what I do every day when I go on Facebook, if I go on Instagram, um, the memes, you know, certain things that I have to constantly check myself on because these are things I need to be aware of while I'm alone before I get in a serious relationship. Things about me that I need to work on. You know, because being in a damaged relationship or a toxic relationship, it reflects on children. It reflects on the people that we're around. It reflects on our loved ones. Because, you know, when we get into it, we always include our family, Then they start knowing our business. And then, you know, when they get mad, they bring our business up in our face. And, you know, and things like that. And we we need to learn that if we start communicating and humble ourselves and start praying together as a couple. Okay, baby, you know, we ain't going to take this no further. We're going to take this to the Lord because this is out of hand. This went beyond us, you know. To where we're going to start hurting each other's feelings. So, can we pray? That's what a real man should be able to to say. You know? Yes. I um, I learned this um, because there was a gentleman that um, he used to, he's like a brother to me. Matter of fact, he's a godfather of my, my our children. Mm-hmm. And he told me and my wife during our counseling session, he said, you guys need to become separate unique and whole and what I get from that now is we separate and I've become unique I'm pretty sure she's become unique mm-hmm. I've become whole and I'm I'm ready for a relationship truly a relationship that that the Lord wants to bring me but my my relationship with myself being single is I had to form a relationship with my father my ultimate father God the Lord 
relationship is the best relationship that I've ever had. Why? Because the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. He doesn't judge me. He doesn't. He doesn't uh, condemn me. He doesn't. Uh, when I do something wrong, I'm still forgiven. He still loves me. You know, he has the unconditional love, not conditional, under certain conditions, and that's how we should be. Uh, in our relationships, in our marriages, with our children, with our wives, with our husbands. And, and I'm not saying multiple husbands or multiple wives. I mean, I'm speaking from my perspective as having a wife and then a wife that has a husband. We should have unconditional love. So if you want to be with that person, then be with them. If you don't, then don't. And that's your choice. And God is not going to condemn you for not being with someone or choosing to go another way. That's your choice. Amen. Amen. You know, um, you and I have talked about divorcing. And you know, um, I think it's important that people really sit down and map out their lives. You know, um, when you get married, people, you know, whether it's financially, you're financially stable, but do people really map out their lives spiritually to where they spiritually grow together? And, you know, um, that's what's missing, I think. You know, where a lot of men don't know their place spiritually. As a leader, as being the man of the household, and not just the man of the house. And you know, yes, it just, you know, you know, and it's like, you know, everybody has lost their place. Nobody wants to respect one, respect one another and, and show and have that loyalty to where they can mentor and be an example to our new generation. Everything is about sex, like you said, and money and logo and, you know, and, and, it, and it goes deeper than that. You know, and our children deserve better. And the things that we do, it reflects on our children. For the rest of their lives, you know, it does, you know, because they don't know whether it's right or if it's wrong to do this to a person because mommy and daddy do it, then mommy and daddy did it to each other, then, you know, in their heart, they know it's wrong, but it's just something, like you said, you get comfortable and you get used to. And kids do what they what they see, what they what they hear, they repeat it, you know. And that's why I tell kids, don't people, grown ups, don't talk about your people around kids because kids don't know no better. Brother, auntie, love them or not, and you you get mad at auntie, you say things about them. You, your child judge them. I don't like auntie. Go, my mama don't date my mama, but auntie ain't never did nothing wrong to the kids. It's a generation curse. Just like the the black man, it's a generational curse. 
you know, and I, I disagree on the way children dress nowadays. Uh, I have a problem with the way men dress nowadays. And I think that the etiquette of children growing up knowing that uh, how to dress and how to speak and, you know, and it's not about speaking proper, but sometimes kids need to understand and know the definition of words and where to put them, you know, and, um, and when they're growing up, especially in the neighborhoods, you know, they don't get that. And some of them miss it at school as well. And it's our duty to teach our children etiquette and how to dress and how to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. And, you know, it's not about backing the slavery. It's about respecting our elders, putting respect back into our children and to the new generation and teaching them it's not about bowing down. It's about respect and what it makes you look like when elder people see you. It's like, that's a nice young man. He was well-raised. You know, and those brownie points really count. You know, it reflects on your mother. It reflects on your grandmother. It reflects on your family and how you grew up, you know. And that's just how they, nobody couldn't tell them different. They're not, not, not that young man. He speaks to me. He, You know, and people lost their, their, their place as a man of, Packing groceries and, you know, simple things like that, opening emptying the, the trash, opening the door, you know, and yeah. those things is, is needed. It need to be, it need to come back, you know, the old school ways and who could do it better than the ones who has been raised because not many of us has been raised and those who have and we're still here. It's our duty to step up and do our job. You know, I would like to say something. Go ahead. Um, I, I actually did those things for my wife. You know, um, when, I, when I confessed to her, and I'm just being honest, when I confessed to her what I had done, mm -hmm. I knew that I had to change because I wasn't teaching our sons and our, our daughter, you know, what a real man was and what a real man does because I was too busy trying to live a double life, you know, trying to stay in the hood and... You know, hey, man, you know, uh, I'm cool and all of this and whatever. And, you know, I, of course, I joined the gang, so I was still kicking it with my partner. But with my wife, you know, when I was around her, I didn't treat her right at that time. So I started treating her right around everybody. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter who was looking. Because I was like, I need to let her know that this is how she should be treated always. It didn't matter who was watching. Maybe... But get this, uh, boys, I, we were at a, a retreat in 2016, mm -hmm. and I treated her the way that she should be treated. I catered to her. I massaged her back, massaged her hands, and, you know, whatever she needed, I brought it to her, and I made sure she sat down like, no, nah, baby, you good, you know, just chill. This is this is our weekend. Just rest away from the kids. You just relax, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I did all of that for her. And I got an award, you know, they gave me an award for like the brother that was like, he loved his wife his, to her toenails. And we, so they gave me an award for like the, I don't want to say the best husband, but whatever it was, I can't remember exactly how I have the award. All right. I would have to say this. The, I got all the men in trouble. When they got back to the city after our retreat, mm -hmm. the pastor had called me. He was like, I'm just letting you know, um, 
all the women are upset at their men because of how they saw you treating your wife. Mm -hmm. And they asked their husbands, why do you not treat me this way, the way that he was treating her? And I was like, I didn't even get nobody in trouble. He's like, oh, son, you didn't do nothing but the right thing. You even showed me how to treat my wife. Amen. And I was like, wow. And my wife, she she literally told them, like, when we, she's like, oh, he just did all of this for show. It wasn't something that he does all the time. And I'm like, why would you say something like that? Would I do this for you daily? Wow. But, again, it's about whatever happened to her when she was young and things that happened as she got older and the choices well, she that just didn't appreciate that brought you. that decision. She didn't appreciate it. But you know what they say, you don't appreciate what you've got mm -hmm. until it's gone. So I, I don't say, you know, you'll never find nobody like me because you, you might just find somebody like me or that you're going to need me one day, you know, I don't say stuff like that anymore. I'll, I, I just have a forgiving heart. I'm like, okay, you know what? One day we probably going to need each other. Family the same way. We're going to need each other. We're going to have to come together and, and be together in a major way. And the reason I talk about this like that is because this is what's going on in this world today with this coronavirus bullcrap. Mm -hmm. Excuse my language. People are not coming together. You know, it, it, sometimes it just takes disaster to happen, like funerals and mm -hmm. death, things mm -hmm. like that, for people to come together. But we should be coming together long before all of this, mm. you know, to be prepared together. Amen. So we can fight the battle together so we don't repeat the cycle. Mm -hmm. This might be just the breaking point of us trying to learn and be more um, bonded, you know, because, you know, sometimes people say things, you know, the diseases and everything is in the Bible, you know, and this is, it was going to come to pass, you know, all these diseases that came out, you know, year after year or whatever, it's always something. But we have got to know who we are as an individual. Do you know why the diseases are, are here? What? Because they were spoken to existence. That's right. Because no one is saying, you know, that I don't have this disease or God does not give diseases, hmm. you know. Hmm. That is not of God. That's the enemy. This is, you know. But when you speak it into existence, when you make the choice to take ownership of something that God didn't design for you to have, mm -hmm. then our choices lead up to this. You know, like I, I tell people That's all the time right. on my, uh, sure my podcast that the world was made perfect. The world was made perfect. It's us that's messing it up. How? In our actions. In our words. Those are the two things that God gives us is choice. Or, I'm sorry, the one thing he gives us is choice and freedom of will. And what we speak comes into existence just as he did. He spoke everything into existence. That's the, the strongest muscle in the body in the world is your mouth. Mm -hmm. 
like you said about a woman, you said that you could tear a man, a man down, that's the strongest muscle in your body. That your mouth is the strongest thing, and the strongest thing on a man too. But the way that it's been taught is your fists are stronger. Mm-hmm. No, you shouldn't do that. No, it's what you said. That's right. And what he heard. Mm-hmm. Now I said earlier that women go off of what they hear, and men go off of what they see. But men, we all are the same because we're. Remember, we're created equal. So, actually, men here, too, they just don't say it. Mm-hmm. And you can tell in his actions how. Because what did he do? Put his hands on you. Mm-hmm. You broke him. Mm-hmm. Your mouth was so strong that it broke him. I'm not trying to preach to you, mama voice. I'm just saying uh, that uh, the husband is what you call a house band. House band which means you keep everything together, like a rubber band, house band. Men, we're supposed to be keeping it together inside our homes. We're supposed to make sure our wife is secure, make sure our kids are secure, make sure the home is safe. Should no hurt, harm, or danger come to it. But when we allow so much to come in, then that band breaks. Amen. Your wife, your wife breaks. She runs. The kids break. They run. They run to somebody else. They run the game. They run to somebody else because they can't talk to mama and daddy. Because mama and daddy is what? At each other's throats. Broken. So how can mama and daddy tell us something and they ain't doing what they said? Mm-hmm. That's how you know that we're not leading them in the right direction. Because kids fall into the same category. The cycle just keeps on going and going and going, like Energizer Bunny. Mm-hmm. But somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got to say something. I want to be that somebody. I want to show other men that we can do this. We can do this with our kids. How we should treat our women. I don't have one right now, and that's cool. I'm fine with that. Until the good Lord sends somebody my way, mm-hmm. you know, the right one, then hey. I'm just going to keep on doing my, my father's business. Amen. That is such a wonderful thing to know that there are men out here, good men, that are willing to step up and do their part. You know, and when I do my segments and I talk and I, you know, speak about how men should dress and how they should approach a woman and treat a woman. It's all out of love and respect because everybody wasn't raised. And sometimes it takes a voice, that inner voice, to get to you and your inner self to make you feel and understand that you are awesome, you're wonderful. And if you know that, you start treating other people like they're awesome. They're wonderful. Your wife, your girlfriend, you know, you'll become a couple, you know, and 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 see that wonderful thing that God put together because it takes two people to try to make things work, to have that understanding, to be mutual. It got to be mutual. 
You know, in order for you to have a virtuous woman, your feelings have to be mutual. She can't feel like she's not getting that attention. She can't feel that you're not doing your part. And sometimes, you know, when a woman feels that way, she gets quiet. And, you know, it's, it's okay to say, baby, you know, it's okay. You can tell me what's wrong. You know, if it's something that's bothering you, you know, and, and to make a woman feel comfortable in a relationship to where she can sit down and say, baby, let's talk. It's time for us to have that talk without a man saying, oh, not again. Oh, you get on my nerve. You know, and that's just how we are. We, we have those emotions to where we, we need to know where you stand at all times and where we stand with you. It's not to get on a person's nerves. It's sometimes we see you slacking. And it's like, I need that reassurance that I'm going to have that stability. I'm going to continue to get those hugs. And you not turn your back on me when we go to sleep. And you won't forget to give me that night kiss. Or, you know, we won't forget to say we're sorry before we go to bed. And, you know, you're man enough to say, I'm, I'm man enough to pray about it. And stand up and be a man before God and put him first before I, I put my hands on you or start speaking out of line, doing things that I don't have no business. You know, you got to be strong to come to your woman or come to your man and say, baby, I'm, I'm getting weak. My flesh is weak. You know, I need you. I need you to come with me to the Lord. And let's, let's talk about this because my flesh is getting weak. And that allow your the, your spouse, the person you with, to open up and say, "Baby, whatever it is, let's talk about. It. Let's get through it. If it's real love, and it's if it's mutual, you put God first through it. You'll get through it. And that's what a man is supposed to do. He's supposed to be the head. He's supposed to lead his woman. He's supposed to make her feel stable and secure." And not insecure. You know, and I really appreciate you because, you know, when you, you speak about men and you speak about women, you know, it's an awesome thing because, you know, we can see both sides and we both can um, agree upon some things and acknowledge the things that we do wrong, right? No? Yeah, no. You know, it's all about teaching each other as well as speaking to other people with our experiences and the things that we're going through ourselves or been through. Um, well, I just want to tell everybody, it has been a wonderful, wonderful night and a wonderful segment. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, knowledge. Um, and I know that it is somebody out there going through abuse, um, abusive relationship, verbally, mentally, physically. But I just want you to know that there's a way out. And knowledge said something, don't get comfortable. Because sometimes comfortable would leave you, lead to death or lead you to getting hurt real bad or somebody losing their life going to prison. Do you have anything else you need to say, knowledge? No, man, or yes, man, I just say, you know, just make the choice to follow God. Make the choice to allow God back in your life. Kick the enemy out. Sometimes God 
not sometimes, but most of the time when someone leaves, that's God telling you that this ain't the right person for you. Mm-hmm. And then you say, God, will you show me somebody else? No, that's not it. Let God bring to you who is for you. Let God put you to sleep and bring that person to you in your mind, in your thoughts. You'll see it because the person will reflect you and treat you the way that you need to be treated. Sometimes we just need some time to know ourselves, you know? Get to know ourselves and get to know God and get nearer and listen to what what His plan is, you know? Because, you know, sometimes we might think we're supposed to be married and have kids, and, and that might not even be in His plans. And sometimes we make those mistakes, and that's why we go through the transition of good and bad and and evil and until we understand that he is God. You know, when you go through those things, you know, and you don't understand, it's all about being obedient and listening and following his commands. You know, we all know better. And when you know better, you do better. That's just it. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. You do better. You get out there and you lead our children. You get out there and you you do your part. You put in the footwork in order for us to be a teamwork. You know, it 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 never be the dream would never work if we don't put in the footwork. You know, and we gotta come together in peace and in love and put God first. You know, stop talking about it and be about it. Well, it's been a pleasure, knowledge, like I said. And thank you so much. And, you know, we will do this again. So, would you tell everybody what you do and um, who you are? Yes, ma'am. I'm Knowledge. Knowledge the Raven 2468 is my YouTube channel. I mentor, I tutor, I help young men and uh, young women. I provide a service, you know, um, I actually, I'm just a servant. I help people. That's that's my calling, is to help people. And where are you from, Knowledge? Them. I'm from Oklahoma City, but I currently reside in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Um, do you have a YouTube page or YouTube channel or Instagram yes, channel? Uh, I, have, I have every single one of them. YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, and all of them. You can research me. You can find me at Knowledge DA Raven 2468. So that's Knowledge The Raven 2468. Well, thank you. You heard it strictly from the voice. You know, if you want to um, mentor and um, learn the word and want to grow into the word, you know, knowledge is a great, he's a wonderful, wonderful inspiring, um, wise, and you know, you learn by experiences when you take it to the Lord, and you put him first, you know, all things is possible, so you guys look him up, you know, listen to his page, he's very, very, he's very good, and, um, I just want you guys to know that through Christ, all things is possible, we need to get up and do our part, and remember, Wash your hands, wash your face, teach your children to be clean. You know, this virus is dangerous. And just 
Just be wise about it. Be cautious. And remember to stay prayed up. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thank you again, Knowledge. Have a good night. I love you. And God bless you and your family. Love you too, Wayne. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye-bye.